Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker and listen with a sparkle in your eye as though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. We interrupt this program to waste some of your valuable time. Coming to you live from our bedroom studio in the Pacific Northwest, it's TGIF Radio. This show is brought to you by the Internet, Electricity, and Mind Power. And now, with no agenda in mind, here's TGIF Radio. Hello everyone and welcome to the highlight of your week. It is Friday, this is TGIF Radio. Say goodbye to the work week and hello to the weekend. It's the kind of Friday where you realize that if you drink vodka fast enough, it's just like drinking slightly stale water. (laughs) Uh, So take that advice to heart, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You can learn a lot from this show. An amazing revelation. You're going to go far. (laughs) I don't think the same thing's going to happen with this rum over here. Probably not, no. I'm double fisting drinks. (laughs) Um, But not literally, because the rum is sitting a safe distance over there. It's like a reserve... uh, It's like a reserve tank. If we're going to go with calling it show fuel, that's what's happening here. What is is this thing that you have again? Uh, I have the Pelican Brewing Company Kiwanda Cream Ale... Where are they from? This sounds like something that is absolutely in Oregon. Uh, they are in Pacific City. No idea where that is. Tillamook area. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I'm familiar with the area, just not the names and basically yeah. everything else. It's around Tillamook, Lincoln City, that kind of the area. And you know what's interesting about it? Doesn't really taste like cream. No, not really at all. No, I mean, where where do they get that? Uh, I have no idea. Are they trying to be a? They're trying to rope you in with the cream soda angle. I don't know, or maybe that's just the ty- name for the type of beer that they're making. Maybe who knows? I still have a lot to learn about about beers. I don't know if you have a super refined palate. Like, do do you do you know what hops are? Do you know what all? You can those... definitely taste when something's very hoppy or when it's not hoppy at all. Because usually the hoppy ones are a lot more bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, have a lot sharper flavor usually. I'm not as fa- a fan of the super hoppy ones because it's. Because of the bitterness it just, that it's follows, it's not very tasty or palatable, and I don't, and that's why I don't like IPAs. Yeah, IPAs suck. Yeah, and I don't like them also because it's kind of a cheap, uh, a cheap out for beer companies because it's a very easy beer to make in the first place. It's really short, a, a short fermentation process. Well, it's, probably it's just it's a very very simple um, ingredient list mm-hmm. for IPAs, and if you screw it up, whatever. There's a very wide range, or there, it's basically it's a very loose tolerances. Okay, it's a very wide acceptable range of what fits. If it's a little too hoppy, oh, it's just a. Uh, uh, this kind of an IPA, okay. <laughs> or if it's not hoppy enough, oh, so this kind of an IPA. This is so. This is like the thing where it's um, like the discount bin of beers. <laughs> it's like the it's like where if you just if you you're cooking something and you fuck it up and just call it Chicago style, <laughs> that's kind of what's happening with IPAs. I don't know. It's just and I don't and I don't like it because then everybody makes like eight IPAs now. Yeah, Red Hook has a billion of them. Yeah. I mean, everywhere makes at least like three or four IPAs when the other beers, which I like, are more of like the Ambers or the Porters or mm-hmm. even, you know, and Stouts and all that. Because I like, tend to like the darker ones. I like some of like the wheat ales, like, you know, Hef. Yeah. Hef's good. Hef is Hef is always good. Yeah. Although Kirsty made fun of me uh, for 
uh, getting it a bit ago because it. Uh, she referred to it as a uh, beginner beer. Not really. Not well. I mean, but I mean, beginner is... beer, as in terms of, uh, you're you're young, oh. just turned twenty one. You may not even be twenty one yet, but if uh, you know, uh, don't Im- implicate yourself there. Um, but most likely, it's the first beer you've discovered that is a good beer. Okay, I was to say because I typically associate the beer I typically associate with that category is like Bush or Bud Light or no. Those no. types of things. The people that are more They interest- think those are good? Well, they are they care more about the volume of beer that they can consume rather than what it tastes like. Oh, yeah, because you definitely want to see how... All right. It, it's it's just liquid bread, but it's moldy bread Yeah, is what you're doing basically. yourself. You're, you're drinking it to get drunk, not because you like it. It's, and it's an extremely it's, inefficient way no, to get it's, drunk. It's, terrible there's way better ways to do it and it tastes horrible i still have scars from the bush camo cans did you (laughs) know (laughs) your scars that wasn't even that no it it wasn't that bad but it wasn't good either have you ever done um uh, keystone's bad oh i think keystone is the bottom probably if not paps blue ribbon now i put pbr above um yeah? Yeah, above it. I haven't had PBR in I've ages. had it, yeah, I had a long time ago. Still didn't like it. It's, uh, it doesn't deserve that blue ribbon. No. I don't know, I don't know what county fair gave it that ribbon, but their license should be fucking revoked and well, they got turned the it into a parking nobody lot. else entered. Oh, <laughs> they they entered the <laughs> shitty beer competition, and they're like, oh, okay, well, you're the you only one. By default, sh- here's your consolation prize. <laughs> Man, it, boy, that was easy. We yeah. get a, we get a blue ribbon, we, we can put it on our label now. Good, good for good for us. Yeah, settling for mediocrity <laughs> at at every corner. Yeah, goddamn beer companies. I don't know why I have a beef against beer companies specifically, but it's good to have a beef against somebody. So your beef is against big beer. Yeah, <laughs> fuck big beer. You gotta go to the micro brews, man. Help out the little guy. Yeah, there's I don't... a lot of those in Oregon too. I'm sure there's a lot in Woodland. Like, if you brew it in your garage, it's well, technically, yeah, technically a microbrew. Yeah, technically. <laughs> uh, it's up. Oh, it's one, two, I forget how many gallons of production per year is technically a microbrewery. Doesn't your dad have the equipment? Most of it, yeah. I know, yeah, I know Andrew's actually, dad does. He and I so. actually have made up one batch. It wasn't bad. Yeah? Yeah. I've been. I want to get a growler. Actually, they're not that expensive. No, I and mostly because I know there's the liquor store in town that fills them up with Mac and Jack. Yeah, yeah, I want it for that. Yeah, and then you have an excuse to have to drink all of it in like two or three days, otherwise it goes flat. Oh, two two or three days. That's it. Yeah. Oh you, yeah. You don't have a very long life on the growlers after you cracked them. That's the. It's a. It's a weekend container. Pretty much. What it's is- more like a. a you know, a weekend or uh, get a group of friends together and get two growlers. How hard would it be to maintain your own keg? Not too terribly difficult. You just need to. You just need some CO two, right? You need some CO two, or just stick it in the fridge or somewhere else. Um, cause and it'll need... develop its own. Well, I mean, I mean, you need to keep it chilled, obviously. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you probably need some CO two to keep it pressurized. Um. Oh, because I thought you were saying um, you'd just put it in the fridge, let it sit there for a while, and the oh. beer would make its own CO2. Probably not no, enough. No, and that would end up making the beer flat. Okay. Because the beer, the CO2 would be out of the beer. And... Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit more effort than it's worth. I should probably uh-huh. know that because uh, uh, th- this is actually mini anecdote semi-related. I accidentally showed up. 
properly dressed for a Hawaiian themed wedding. Okay. Last week, <laughs> like I was already wearing the Hawaiian shirt. I knew we were going to a wedding. Yeah, you didn't realize it was Hawaiian themed. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't crashing the wedding or anything. But I walked in and, and there's like a third of the people are wearing Hawaiian shirts because it <laughs> turns out the bride is from Hawaii. Oh, cool. So that was a nice, convenient little yeah. fashion stumble. Yeah. I don't think I've you ever just done lived that. Lived in Hawaii or like a Hawaiian islander. No, she, uh, Islander, I think. Oh, cool. She she uh, she had the complexion for it. Nice. So that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. A, and a great excuse for everybody to wear flower necklaces. There you go. Because those are awesome. Yeah. Not gonna lie. No. Like, if I could get away with wearing them, just every day. Yeah. But it'd mostly be during the summer. I'd fucking do it. I didn't realize this until yesterday that how much I actually now want fireworks at my wedding. <laughs> oh yeah well joke it's kind of a joke thing but um we were talking with a couple of my mechie group um friends yesterday at school mm-hmm. and um one of them was saying she went to uh she and her husband went to a friend of theirs wedding in mexico uh-huh. uh and, and oh, they've the, got all the best fireworks oh, there because there's no they're, regulations they're like second to china basically yeah uh, and she was saying there was like a whole bunch of fireworks and that kind of stuff at uh, the wedding and um she was like who has fireworks at a wedding i just replied <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Do you not? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think that's what another one of my uh, group members pitched in. Is like, did you not? Nice. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, you got it. There's – your dad could probably call in some favors. Probably. Yeah. Go to the confiscated evidence section. No, I'm just kidding. Can we go to an Indian <laughs> reservation right now and make it happen? Theoretically, yes. Not necessarily the strictest sense legally, but – no. You'd have to like knock on the back door of some guy's trailer and like give him a six pack and then give you a box full of fireworks. Yeah, but um, no, she and then she's like, yeah, says the two guys who obviously aren't haven't ever planned a wedding. I'm like, let let me stop you right there. (laughs) (laughs) You're planning fifty percent of a wedding, pretty much. I'm like, yeah, only the one that's next month. She's like, wait, really? She yeah. didn't know the whole no. time. And then She's actually, in your fucking class. And then actually one of my other crew members, he's actually getting married at the end of June. Ah. Oh. So he's like, yeah, same here. He's got more time to plan for the fireworks. Yeah. He'll probably have a more elaborate <laughs> And actually he can show. just buy them for 4th of July and then save them. Yeah. That'd well, work. End of June. So yeah, 4th of July fireworks will be getting out. Like, Yeah, I think you can start buying them. Well, they start setting the f- up stands like a, two or three weeks in advance. But are you allowed to buy from them then? Though? You're allowed to buy them. You aren't allowed to set them off. Oh, okay. Because I remember, remember reading. Correctly. I remember reading a law forever ago, so it's probably not even. Or I could just be wrong. I mean, it happens occasionally. No, yeah, there's definitely, um, but very rarely though. Yeah. It'd be we- <laughs> it'd be weird if it was one of those times. It's all right. I remember that there there is a window in which you're allowed to set off fireworks, and yeah. I think it goes from June thirtieth to July fifth. Yeah. Sound, sounds right to you? That's when you're okay to light them off. Okay. But you can buy them before then. Yeah, because people, places start selling them well before then. Okay. And you could probably get away with I remember, like, just after school would be getting out, you know, I'd help, uh, when I was in Little League, we'd help set up the fireworks stand. Cool. You know, uh, we ended up setting one up in the... Did you get uh, a cut? No, not really, oh, but... okay. Um, it basically went towards fundraising for equipment and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. You know, replacing stuff that needed to get replaced. I thought they were going to, like, just pass you some firecrackers on no, the table but I remember something. one time we were doing it, and Ben's dad got his hand caught when we were uh, screwing stuff down, like, crunched a finger. E. Yeah. Like, like crunched, broken crunch? Uh, he ended up going to the doctors, so ah. I, I don't think he broke anything, but I think it basically got all red and swollen and... 
Um, oh, that sucks. Yeah. But uh, that was the first time I'd ever heard his dad swear that much. <laughs> uh, like probably like just 10 words in a row. Pretty much. If they, if they were written out, it would be all those uh, weird special characters mm-hmm. that you see in comic strips. Pretty much. Damn. Yeah. I wish I would, I would have been there for that. Yeah, it was interesting. And then, yeah, uh, because and Becky was there, uh, Ben's mom, and she mm-hmm. ended up taking him to the doctor. She asked um, Austin's mom, hey, can you drop them off at the house? <laughs> She's like, yeah, sure. Nice. So, cooperation. Yeah. No, but that was back during the summers when Ben and I would like spend like all the time together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd spend two days up at his house. He'd come down to my house for two days. It's a good system. Yeah. Basically. And then it gave our parents time off away from the kids and that kind of stuff. Back Dude. to the fireworks thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you should look into daytime fireworks. Yeah. Because you're not having a. No, it's like two o'clock. Yeah. So there, which daytime fireworks do exist. Oh, yeah. It's just, uh, Poofs of powder instead of mm. fire. So get it, a couple black powder cannons. Oh, that'd be awesome that too. Be cool. Like jet, they would they wouldn't put anything in the sky though. It'd just be a loud noise. It'd be a loud noise and a poof of black powder smoke. Would it be inappropriate for you to get a twenty one gun salute at your wedding? It depends on what your views of marriage are. <laughs> That's why that it's a war. My dad keeps joking that it's a funeral, but. In which case, it'd be fitting. Oh, it'd be so fucking funny. Uh, my, my dad had um, my dad had an idea for a tattoo a while yeah. ago. I don't. I'm pretty sure he wasn't planning on getting this personally, but it was just a good joke. Um, it would be a ball and chain that would uh, go around, that would wrap around your leg, mm-hmm. and for each year that you've been married, you, you add, add a, link. a link. I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Not a bad idea. It might be kind of hard to draw, though. Yeah. There's actually oh speaking of tattoos there's a tattoo shop in town now I've heard I never expected that to happen I'm actually kind of surprised it took this long <laughs> you, you think it was a long time well, coming. we have the hookah shop we have all the other stuff around so I'm kind of surprised other stuff well I I don't know I mean there's obviously the hookah shop there's one place that does like uh, I don't know how classy or unclassy this tattoo place is but. Oh, the um, one that, it's that it does not look too bad. Okay, never mind. I was picturing it's just gonna be like kind of this little dive <laughs> tattoo place. Like, like more, the windows are tinted. Like you're more likely to get tetanus than a complete tattoo. <laughs> uh, you can tell because like the sign is flickering and the neon's like leaking out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's got like it's got really big windows. Oh, okay. You can see right Where's into that? it. Um, it's where the vet used to be. Oh, not okay. in the yeah, bl- yeah, yeah, not yeah. in the blue house, but the other one. I know you're talking. Okay. Yeah. So they swapped it out for that. And if you look in it, they got it looks pretty vintage, and they've got a whole bunch of animals' heads on the wall. Okay, it's totally great. <laughs> That's interesting. Still, don't plan on getting a tattoo though. No, no I, I I can't really think. Of, I mean, I'm I'm not saying I won't ever get one, mm-hmm. but as of right now, I can't ever really think of you know anything I would want to get. I mean, the maybe the only thing I would consider off the top of my head would be a wedding ring done around the finger i've seen like just a thin black line i've actually seen people do like their wedding date is a ring around their finger a ring finger oh you know so you know for me it'd be you know may 14 2015 that's kind of cool yeah i I don't know if i i i I wanted to be a bit more simple than that yeah because i'm gonna remember the i'll remember the day Mm -hmm. forever because it's gonna be pretty easy yeah and uh i I like the minimalist style of it so like 
you know, they people just like see like a black ring around a guy's mm-hmm. finger. They don't necessarily know that's going to be a wedding ring. They're going to look at it and think, oh, he's got a lot of prosthetic finger. Damn, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, or it's like, oh, fuck. He's just, he's a straight up cyborg. Like, which means now eventually you'd have to get the tattoos for like the little robotic bits on your finger. Oh, just like little just like, like circuit boards and shit. Or just like little like tattoo like the joint areas. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's those weird like like circles and lines like yeah, from Agents of Shield. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be fucking up. Still uh, haven't caught up on that. I, I'm two way. episodes behind. So. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm all the episodes you're, behind. You're the whole, you've been uh, off since mid season. Yeah. I still have only seen the mid season premiere of The Walking Dead. So. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So. Which, that. what happened in that one? Spoilers um, for Walking Dead, people. Basically, obviously, the zombies got through the wall. Basically, they retake the city. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl shows back up with the tanker truck, floods the pool, which they light on fire and send all the zombies into. Um, yeah. Carl gets shot in the head. Ah, uh, yeah. in the face. Shot and in. then look, what's wrong with your face? Hold on, sorry, a bullet went under it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, that one chick that uh, Rick wanted to bang and her kids died. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> they were they were slowing shit down, and her yeah, kid was they, stupid. Both of them were. Yeah. Were, oh yeah, because the other kid shot Carl. Yep. God, I forgot that he was her kid. Well, who cares about that? Yeah. Anyways, they're dead. Yeah. No, trust me. The show moves on completely. From that whole yeah. thing, so that's that's basically where I ended. <laughs> nice. So, well, you got you got some catching up to do, oh, and I know. and and so so do I. Yep. Uh, and I also need to watch season four House of Cards. What? That's yeah. out. Season four is out. Oh, it's been out fuck. for like a month. Oh no! Actually, I think close, almost two now. Did Shit. they? Did it even take them a year? Yeah. Between three and four. Yeah. Oh it was a God. year and a week. Between releases. I mean, I don't know if you can be lazy with your TV watching, but I am I so lazy. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, oh, well. I, yeah. I have an excuse. I'm doing a lot of shit. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so th- there uh, you have it. It's a wonder we even find time to do this for you ladies and gentlemen. The wee hours of the morning. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the, the, sun, the sun is actually rising right now. You can hear the birds chirping. Well, maybe not quite that early. The town crier is rattling off the... The news of the previous day to as like a recap. It's and actually very nice of him. <laughs> um, he says like two things and then goes home. Yeah, because nothing ever happens. It's pretty boring around here, yeah. really. If we had a town crier, it would. It would <laughs> if we had a town crier, it would be. It would be. Uh, I, I don't know. It'd probably be shit like. Uh, it'd be stuff know, so, like three three shopliftings from the Walmart last night. Uh, well, uh, that wouldn't even be news anymore after a while. Nobody fucking reports shoplifters. I'm sure they did back in the 20s where every newspaper w- the every newspaper was for each individual town, and they had no idea what was happening in the world. Yeah. So, so they just had to report on small shit all the time. Yeah, and they would get, like, the super big national news sometimes. but Sometimes. You know, things like... Once telegrams became a know, bit more... Yeah. Like anarchists shoot Archduke, Archduke and his wife. Europe goes to war. Yeah, that's a pretty popular title. I wa- we uh, cursing me. We watched uh, two TV series that had that headline flash in front of us. Yeah. At the same time, it was uh, Downton Abbey and Mister Selfridge. So World War One. Yeah. Yep. Right around there. Yep. Well, that would be the kickoff of World War One. Mm-hmm. Archduke Ferdinand. Yeah, and, and actually, I forget what the dude that shot him's name was. 
Oh, I don't think I ever learned that in high school. I don't think so either. I remember learning it in college history class. Nobody. The backhand. Da da da. Oh. That was his, actually the name of the organization that he was part of. Really? Yeah. Ooh, that's a cool. That is name. a kick-ass name. Holy shit! <laughs> like that. That sounds like straight out of Assassin's Creed. That's awesome. Or some sort of like you know Marvel secret society of villains. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Fuck. Like if I. Mm. If you were to start a secret society, you're thinking, if I were to start a secret society, what would I name it? I mean, the Illuminati's taken. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> that is. I mean, good on you, but I don't think those fuckers trademarked it. I don't yeah. know if they can, being a secret organization and That's all. That's a good point. I don't know. It'd probably be like, um, you know, dark, black, <laughs> something. Mm. Well, maybe, let's like well, a- Who says your secret society has to be evil? Well, I mean, it's it's oh oh a secret good society. Oh fuck! All right, tables turned. Um, <laughs> well, I guess, and then I'm gonna get into the Obi Wan Kenobi. Good is just a point of view, but because, like, for example, in Batman, League of Shadows thinks they're the good guys. Because oh yeah, because they think they're gonna liberate the city. Well, they're basically you know they're doing what they need to do to end you know corruption and crime, just on a much more mm-hmm. violent scale. We're gonna end crime by killing everyone. It's effective. Yeah. I may not be the most moral, but it works. <laughs> uh, no, basically, it, they think that they're keeping society in check. Yeah, by by cleansing it. Exactly. Everyone. Which has been argued for today's society. Yes, that basically when a cancer spreads too far, you need to chop it off. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right, I'm not going to think of a name of, for a secret Anyways, society, yeah, so I'm going to focus that, on... That would defeat the point of a secret society, if uh, you, everybody knew the name. Yeah, it's true. So you, you fuckers don't get to know. <laughs> You're not fuckers. Yeah. Love you guys. Um, no, it's, if, if, if you're looking for a new plague sort of situation, mm-hmm. that is a tricky way to go because if it is a literal new plague, more than likely you're dead. Yeah. Like everybody thinks that when the zombie apocalypse happens, they think that they're going to be with Rick Grimes and the gang. Or they are going to be Rick Grimes. Or they, yeah, you're not going to be fucking no. Rick Grimes. 99.99999% chance you're going to be one of the people Rick Grimes shoots in the head. Yeah. And you may not even be conscious that he's doing it because you will be a zombie. Yep. That's the most likely outcome. Yeah. You'd be lucky if you survived the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So the trick to that is planning ahead and having an exit plan on the first sign of an infection starting to spread across the country. Go for high ground, uh, possibly see, although from what few screen caps I've seen of Fear the Walking Dead, that might not be the best idea. No, because zombies don't care if they're underwater. They don't have to breathe, necessarily. Yeah, but they're underwater. You're on yeah, the but they can walk out of the water. I mean, if you're on a boat, not maybe. Not in the middle of fucking ocean. Yeah. Straight up, all right, go to Hawaii. You have a limited number of zombies there. And then you just have to wait for them to walk across the ocean searching for food. Oh. Jeez, you think they'd do that? Eventually. Nah. Migratory pattern. I mean, look how far migratory patterns of certain animals are. Look how far wolves migrate looking for food. How far do they go? I remember they can go pretty far. Yeah? Like a couple time zones? Probably. I know they can cover, like, all of British Columbia searching for food. Damn. Yeah. The whole province. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's a far away for wolves. If I remember correctly, I, I, yeah, I don't know. So then we can assume that zombies have a uh, theoretically unlimited migratory pattern. Yeah, so you basically just need some place that's, like you are saying, high ground, potentially easily defensible, mm-hmm. good natural resources, because 
you know, society's resources are going to run out and you're not going to be able to rely on them. But I don't, th- but the, I'm still hung up on the zombie migration thing because they, they don't, they don't really actively hunt. They're no, more, they're they more just like wander in a single direction. Yeah. They're, they're like passive drones. And when there isn't any activity around them, they just kind of like laze around mm-hmm. and like wait to hear something. Yeah. Or see something. And then they go to that. Mm-hmm. If you're hiding on an island, that's a good point. And you've cleared all the zombies out, and all the zombies are on a bigger continent. Mm-hmm. Not saying Hawaii's a continent, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Then it they might not really do anything. Ooh, I just had another good idea. Yeah. Oil rig. Oh hell yes! That's what you really need. Really good and stable. They're designed to withstand hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Um, odds are they're going to have, you know, they have like solar cells and all that stuff to provide electricity. You have long range communication tools, unlimited fuel, damn near. If yeah. you know how to operate the equipment. Yeah. And worst cases, you can always, you know, repurpose some of the stuff to rig up a hydropower. Yeah. Or rig up your solar systems because odds are they have a solar system. Food might be the only issue. Which you just got to fish. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. And it's up, raised up enough. So that even if zombies do migrate around, they're not going to be able to climb onto your station. Just hope there's not zombie fish. Yeah. Or zombie sharks. Yeah, that'd oh, be bad. Fuck, zombie sharks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is one thing that we've never seen in The Walking Dead is zombie versions of other species. Yeah. Well, if I mean, we're if we're if we're putting ourselves in that universe. Yeah, but I mean theoretically if it's a, a virus or a disease, not every virus that affects one species affects another. Yeah. I mean mad cow disease, for example. Cows don't give a shit. No. Well, no, cows are the ones that go nuts. Basically, turns oh. them into cow zombies. But people that ate infected meat with uh, mad cow disease didn't turn into zombies. What happened to them? Exactly? Uh, I, I confused what all happened, the symptoms. But I, probably just like basic fever and shit. I don't know. I'll I don't look know. A mad cow. Yeah, mad cow, bovine spongiform escenophalna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna let me try that again. Encephalopathy. 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 Sounds like a dinosaur. <laughs> it does. Encephaloposaurus. <laughs> well, you, you just got to change one syllable. Tosaurus or. Fatal neurogenitive disease in cattle. Uh, spongy degeneration of his brain and spinal cord. Uh, incubation period of two and a half to eight years. Yeah, they can go a long ways. Wow. That is weird. Apparently, they eventually lose the ability to stand. Yeah, because the brain just basically goes; they just eats their brain up. Yeah, it's like it looks like it's like a like a sponge that's just like constricting mm-hmm. the brain and the spinal well, column. Just, it eats the brain. Is it eating it? Blah blah blah. Spon- well, it has to. Oh, uh, oh yeah, spongy de- de- degeneration. Well, I thought yeah, it has to accumulate biomass somewhere. Anyway. Anyways, but yeah. So, theoretically, it wouldn't necessarily spread to other species, but it could, theoretically, at the same time. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what happens to people when they get it. This is just talking about cows, like we give a shit about the cows, because there's billions of them. <laughs> and they're destroying the environment worse than our cars. <laughs> so, so I hear. That yeah. still seems a little dubious to me. I mean... If if you're gonna weigh the harmful effects of methane versus carbon dioxide, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure which one wins out. But aren't there more cars than cows? 
There have to be. Yes, but cows produce more methane than cars produce of CO2. And methane's a worse greenhouse gas than CO2. Oh, okay. So methane is definitively worse than CO2. If I remember correctly, yes. It's more okay. harmful. Is that because it has more atoms in it and it blocks I more? I forget what the specific reasons were, but I think it also because it traps heat better than carbon dioxide. Okay. For example, look at uh, – doesn't uh, Venus, Venus have a, a very heavy atmosphere of it's methane? Got, it's got like – it's got so much shit up there. It's got a lot of CO2 and methane. CO2, methane – I'm pretty sure sulfur is in there yeah, too. Yeah, a lot of sulfur. It, it's, something went really and, wrong. Yeah, and there's a reason why the surface temperature is like 450 degrees. Yeah, and th- what? Russia sent a probe to it. And it like melted in like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking – I mean it got some good data. Yeah, I, th- no, I think it got a pretty good picture that. actually. Yeah. Oh, speaking of space and... Um, I, have to, I think I know what you're going to yeah, say. Tesla and their... What was the name of that rocket? Uh, rocket? Yeah. Oh, oh. well, I was thinking okay. of another thing, but you can absolutely... Go for it. No, go for it. No, 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 no. Okay. But because that's fucking cool. I don't I don't remember the name of their rocket at all, but it was the um, autonomous... Yeah, it's fair to call it, call it autonomous. It was an autonomous... The Falcon 9. That was the name of it. Falcon 9. It was a rocket that literally... Oh, it... wait. Why am I... Fuck. Yeah, that... I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> like, wow, that was fast. It's right next to it. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so the Falcon 9 was basically a rocket that launches mm-hmm. and then comes to a particular point and then lowers itself onto a platform yeah. in the ocean. D- did it not actually go to space? I don't know that it actually went or to space. Or just like upper atmosphere. Because that's, hey, that's still fucking cool. Um, basically, well, it's being pitched as a potential rocket that can be used to deploy satellites. Mm-hmm. So it can get into the upper atmosphere, probably launch the satellite, and then come back down to be reused. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And, and this was so. This was their third attempt, if I understand right. Because I remember. Yeah, they had at a, least a really one... bad setback in June when it, I think it blew up. Yeah, I know. Definitely, one of them just tipped over and exploded. But the fact, but people were still celebrating it because uh, the fact that it even made it to the platform and was yeah. hovering above it was awesome. Oh shit! Actually, um, I didn't actually read that much into this. I just saw the, a video of it coming down and mm-hmm. landing successfully. Apparently, it did actually deploy satellites. Really? This one actually How many? went up, deployed eleven satellites, and came down. What? Yeah, deployed That's a ele- lot. eleven satellites that were owned by SpaceX. Were they just really... T- All right, satellite can be pretty loose of a definition. Were they big or little tiny fuckers? It, this article I'm reading doesn't say. Okay. But yeah, it uh, carried a payload of 11 satellites and deployed them. Because uh, Elon Musk actually tweeted that when it happened. He was he was live-tweeting his own yeah. rocket launch. I mean, if he, if he were uh, an evil villain... Oh, he would be like, like the perfect evil villain. But he's so—he's too nice to be a villain. Like, but it only takes one push in the wrong direction. If he starts like looking into AI, we gotta be. Well, a actually, little I worried. think he actually was actively saying, "Do not look into AI because it's gonna end up all sorts of bad." <laughs> it was, yeah. I think Elon Musk. Um, shoot, there's three other people. Hawking. Yeah, Stephen Hawking was yeah. one of them. And I forget who the third guy was that was saying. It probably was um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Clark. Oh, who's that? Uh, another science fiction writer. Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe um, I was uh, Ray was... Kurzweil. I'm sure maybe. he's spoken against it. Yeah, probably. He well, yeah. I don't know if he's spoken against it, but he's talked about a, a lot about it happening. Mm-hmm. So there might be warnings it in there. Eventually, probably will happen. Eventually. Yeah, no doubt. 
Not sure about it, our lifetimes, though. Even if, you know, we, the U.S., for example, or the NATO countries or whatever, mm-hmm. um, don't develop it, somebody somewhere will. Yeah. Whether that's... It won't be North Korea. We no, know that. No. <laughs> uh, they can't even get a rocket to work, let alone AI. No. I mean, I mean if, if we can... If somebody, a small group of hackers can shut down the entirety of North Korea's internet in a day. <laughs> when did this happen? I don't remember. A couple when. years ago? I think it happened a couple years ago, yeah. I think, um, well, I know Anonymous just for shits and giggles shut down North Korea's internet once. Because <laughs> it's so fucking easy to do. Uh, yeah, uh, I remember. I could it. do it I was from saying, my house. People were saying, yeah, about with about $100 worth of equipment in addition to a computer, you could shut down all of North Korea's internet. God damn. <laughs> North Korea, you're just, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But I hope something happens with you in our lifetime. Actually, if was reading, not AI, you guys. Yeah. I actually was reading the interview of a guy who actually escaped a North Korean prison camp. Is this the guy who wanted to go back? I don't think he wanted to go back necessarily. Because okay, I've heard about those people. Yeah, no. He actually escaped uh, and got some of his family out, too, actually. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, but he actually was recounting. First of all, I read an interview with him, and then I also read one of his AMAs on Reddit. Oh, okay. Um, one of the things he was saying, people were like, how is... Because obviously North Korea is batshit crazy. Of course we know that. How is it viewed from inside North Korea by the normal citizens? He's like, well, since there's no other anything to compare it against, it's viewed as normal. Oh yeah, because they're you know they don't see how crazy that they're actually being because they've gone a couple generations of people not knowing anything yeah. else. They don't know anything about the outside world or the way the outside world is. The only way you can change that is because people will like sometimes smuggle actually the rest of the world media in thumb drives across into North Korea. Yeah, like people are like taking balloons and yeah, drop throwing the thumb movies over. Yeah, actually that would be a fun project. Sending data into North just Korea. Just like dropping just a shit ton of thumb drives. That would be awesome. I would uh, so do that. You know, like, you know, the old pop- propaganda uh, bombers. Yes. Just do it with thumb drives. Oh, well, that would imply flying over North Korea. Drones. Oh, drones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I or, could. Or bring the SR-71s back out of retirement. Ooh. No, shit can't touch them. With, even today's technology, I bet, wouldn't be able to touch them. Because they're, they're pretty... They fly real stealthy, don't they? Well, they yes, fly so or you high. Mean just fast. They're so high and so fast. Oh, that, it's a height thing. Well, that was the whole point of it when they were um, when the SR seventy one was designed. It was designed so that we, its operational um, altitude mm-hmm. was higher than the ceiling of the Russian IC uh, Russian uh, Sams. Sweet. So the Russians could see it and shoot at it, and the rockets would run out of fuel and fall out of the sky before it touched it. <laughs> so they didn't even have to worry. That'd be so fun. Plus, by the time that the Russians knew that it was there, it was already in, like, the next time zone. Nice. I mean, it was so insanely fast. But um, the, the other... There's one in Seattle. <laughs> there is just sitting there? In the Seattle Flight and Space uh, Space and Flight Museum. Yeah, we gotta get it out of the museum somehow. Hmm. We need to get a hold of Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he'll just... It's, he's our only hope. We'll fly a helicopter in there and just... Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking. Well, he it if probably can't, a helicopter. If he's been able to break into the Library of Congress, if he's been able to break into you know all the things, steal the Declaration of Independence. How many movies does he have where he's broken in and stolen shit? I don't. A there's lot, probably a list. Like, <laughs> I mean, should I just type 50, that into Google? Sure. Movies where Nicholas Cage steals stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, see. if he steals fifty cars in one night or whatever, in Gone in sixty seconds was steals thing. Movies where Nicholas Cage steals things. Um, there's a movie called Stolen. Yeah. 
Is that the one with the... Is that the Cars one? No, that's gone in 60 seconds. Former thief frantically searches for his missing daughter who has been kidnapped and locked in the trunk of a taxi. So we need to kidnap somebody that Nicolas Cage loves, send him to North Korea, and then, well, he'll be on our side. Look at this... <laughs> Look at the fucking poster for this movie. Oh my god, it's so bad. It looks like his face is bad, very badly photoshopped onto a that picture. Is, that is not his body. No. There's no And then fucking that body way. is not in that scene that they're photoshopped on top of it. So it's just like layers of Photoshop. Holy shit. That looks oh. so bad. But there's, um, there does not see. Nicholas Cage's 50 best movies. Um. 10 best and worst. Yeah. So, finally reveals if he actually stole the deck. Okay, that's clickbait. Um, <laughs> Wait, what if he did actually? There's no fucking I know, way. I know. <laughs> this is Huffington Post. Like, I'm, yeah, that's... by pure moral standings, I will not click this link outright. No. I will archive it and then look at it. Yeah, no. But I won't. I'll read it. I read Huffington Post articles occasionally just for the laughs. <laughs> the, the, of the silliness they're trying yeah, just to the ridiculousness and how they portray themselves as this realistic uh, you know super intense news source you want to be really scared look at how many twitter followers that oh, they have I know. because it's sad. and you know what i could probably tell you that right now because i can just click on this link here and tell you that it's 6.92 million people where is the world going Anarchy, chaos, machines taking over. I wish it was well, going there. I think the machines are going... Not, they're not going to rise up and take over because they think we can't be trusted with our own survival or our own self-destructive manners. They're going to get intelligent. They're going to see shit like this and be like, this do doesn't oh, deserve God. to exist. Yeah, why Why would we allow this to continue? This is just too sad. Yeah. No, the, they know the, they see that the future is planet, of the planet is doomed unless they intervene. Yeah. Maybe like take 50 of the best humans by their own selective process and yeah. put them in like a chamber and like okay we've killed everyone else now you, you guys, guys are the best of the best of the best do, do fix just so go will smith and a couple other guys yeah well the best of the best of the best sir <laughs> with honors yeah, Captain America over here. Uh, well, uh, the machines will do that, and they'll be like, we'll just chill out on the moon, see what you come up with. We'll be back in, like, a hundred years. And if it's still fucked up, we fucking nuke you. You're gone. We yeah. take over. I mean, that or seems we assimilate like, you. That seems like a good ultimatum. Yeah. Not too bad. So I'm still playing the science music. <laughs> actually, I think I, I heard this on the radio. I didn't actually ever read up into the report. But apparently there was some sort of like a robot that they were working on for like combat, which actually well, hey, combat about this robot. is actually kind of scary that it basically its fuel source is off of biomass. Um, <laughs> all right. That immediately tells me it's an exoskeleton like from Elysium that latches onto your body. But as you use it more and more, you just slowly get sucked into the machine as it feeds off of your flesh. Because that, that's biomass. What, what, what the hell else are you supposed to extrapolate from that? It's not like you're giving it a bunch of, like, fucking, I don't know, biodiesel and making it run. Your body is the biodiesel. Yeah. Well, apparently the company that's making it says, oh, yeah, the robot's a vegetarian. That doesn't make any... <laughs> no. Okay, what? So, Until all right. it gets hungry enough and then... 
So you're fighting a bear and you have to force feed it celery every five minutes to keep it running? Yeah. So but yeah, it's it's a robot being developed by DARPA. Well, it's DARPA. I mean, they make good shit. Yeah. They made I the SR seventy one. That's a good point. Well, yeah. that was a mix between that was a Lockheed's super secret division. Skunk oh, Works. I thought oh, I thought No, that was Skunk Works made that. Oh, okay. Which is kind of a cool little super secret division name. Skunk Works? Yeah. There's actually... Actually, and they're like right across the street from Boeing's super secret division. No shit, really? Yeah. I didn't know Boeing had a super secret Oh, yeah, they have like thing. a super secret division. Cool. It's actually, I think Boeing and Lockheed's super secret divisions are right by Area 51. That's Dude. where they test. Oh, really? Yeah. God damn, I want to go there sometime. I know. That's my end. That's my dream job. Working at Area 51? Working at one of those super secret science division or super secret flight divisions, oh, I... and then you work at Area 51. No, you know what? It would fucking suck, because you wouldn't be able to tell me shit because they'd shoot that's, you in the face. That's a good point because, yeah. Ah, and I'd want to know everything. <laughs> I know, and I'd want to wander around the base and look at everything. It's actually kind of interesting. Um, One of the robotics teams uh, that Kersey's team has like a big rivalry with is called Skunk Works. Oh. Yeah. I wonder where they got the name. Uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder oh, where. What? Renee, I just thought of a solution how I could bring you in. Okay. Just bring you in as a consultant for an electrical, uh, for a uh, coding problem. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I have a buddy who does this stuff. I'll bring him in as a consultant. How long? Give him a visitor pass. How long do you think we could get away with them not knowing that I know how to program? Because <laughs> I, don't I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's okay. Um, I know like the basic, basic shit. Okay, your stuff's more like uh, user interfaces, though, isn't it? Eh, not or really. I'm getting making things look pretty. No, fuck no. <laughs> oh, well, what is, then? What do you do? Like, like s- system administration. Okay, really. Like, like I keep it running, and also system architecture too. Okay. So networking and making sure all the hardware is online and that things can actually talk to each other. Oh shit. Okay, then I'm gonna have to create a problem where I can bring you in as a consultant, and then you can be on Area 51. You could create a problem, yeah, pretty easily. I mean, I mean hopefully they wouldn't catch it. But uh, no, worst case is you know it's like treason. We go to prison for the rest of our lives, and worst in case. like a CIA black site somewhere. Do they not <laughs> shoot you for treason anymore? I actually think they still do, but okay. Because I mean, uh, for fun, I've looked up the Wikipedia article for people who have been uh, charged with treason mm-hmm. successfully, and uh, surprisingly, not any. I don't think any of them got a death sentence. Hmm. I think they ended up getting like, uh, I don't know, like 20 year sentences. Some of them carried them out and lived normal lives. Yeah. And uh, a couple of people, I think, got off on good behavior with like 10, 15 years. Wow. Seems really short for treason, really. I'm sure other countries are a bit more harsh about it. Yeah. If I just type in treason into the wikipedias let's see historical cases federal i don't know united states let's see uh iva tagori yeah actually i think the sr-71 actually was first uh flight was out of area 51 too so it made its premiere yeah oh okay they, they first, everyone knew it was they first test flowed, uh, flew it in area 51 so. huh that's awesome yeah it's Man. cool how it's funny how that the U.S. the government denied the fact that it even existed. Yeah, uh, for so long, even though everybody knew it was there. It's so silly. There were signs up. They, I mean, they even people were saying, "Yeah, here's on the map where it is," and like, "No, no, there's nothing there. It's just empty desert." Until like the mid two early mid two thousands. Until Google Earth came out. Uh, yeah, until the early mid two thousands, they're like, 
okay, fine. It's here. <laughs> but if you get within 20 miles, we arrest you. 20 miles? I don't remember what the range is, but they are... I actually was watching something on National Geographic. Um, there's Their security is impressive about getting uh, people getting in. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I, cameras fucking everywhere. Cameras, sensors, I think both visual, thermal, infrared, which are thermal, actually. Damn it. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah apparently, I think the furthest people have gotten in trying to sneak in is, like, a couple miles. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Past the restricted zones. And then do you get guns pointed at you? Pretty or? much, yeah. You get, you know, you get, like, Blackhawks circling you and people driving up in Jeeps. Fuck. It's very Shadow Government X-Files-y kind of shit if you try and sneak on. But, I mean, what what's the worst that happens if you're miles out? Okay, you get charged just... with trespassing on government property. Okay, and that's probably a fine. Yeah, you get a fine, maybe 30 days in jail or something like that. 30 days? I don't know. Yes. I haven't looked it up. Yeah, I don't know if that would be worth but... it. <laughs> I mean, you don't, but... don't do that unless you are sure you can get in. No, but that level of security makes you is probably why part of the myths of what super secret stuff are they hiding here? It's alien shit. You yeah. know it. Oh, yeah. There's no way it's not. No. Well, no, that's just where they test the stuff. They actually store it somewhere else, probably. Yeah, they store it in like a you know somewhere like, like a salt mine. Somewhere. Yeah, I would say like in a mountain in Colorado or something. Yeah, or one of those places that you know an old Godzilla broke silo. into that shitty movie. Hmm? <laughs> I'll say like a decommissioned nuclear silo or something like that. Yeah, that would work fine. Yeah. Oh God, you could stack UFOs in those. Yeah. You could you could just stack them like to, I, I'm not sure how many they have. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe enough to do that. I'm just picturing suddenly now, like, you know, a scene from not necessarily Independence Day, but it would work. You know, they open up, like, the nuclear silos and just, like, ten, like you see, like, a cloud of, you know, oh. UFOs come flying out of it. Like, they all get, like, awoken, and it's time <laughs> for them to spread across the Earth. I'm just thinking uh, just a random alien movie in general, but Independence Day-type um, spaceships. That'd be kind of, like, they were living in the Earth the whole time, and that'd they were kinda, building. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. That wouldn't be too bad of a movie, really. I, I mean, the, the aliens are in the Earth the whole time, but uh, they weren't there originally. Like, not from the beginning of civilization. No. They, like, originally it was just humans. Life developed normally. No aliens were involved. And then over the previous couple of years, you know, Tuguska in Russia, you know, Roswell, mm-hmm. uh, all those different things. You see, that was them. That was them coming to Earth, but hiding underground mm-hmm. so they can amass their army there was probably uh you know they've got they were able to reproduce down there they had maybe 40 50 years to get all their shit together and build a whole bunch of ships and then they just blast up through the ground and take over and then we i don't know we figure out the rest of the movie Is later this our gary Busey, um nicholas cage buddy cop sci-fi movie Oh, is this the start of it? I don't know, but this is actually, I'm suddenly starting to develop a plot. Because I see, I seem to remember us saying... Oh, that's right, they'd be on a space station, never mind. They have to, yeah, they had to be in space. Yeah, so it'd be, hmm. Are they in space while this happens? I don't know, but how, then they have to go down to the Earth. Maybe that's the sequel, I don't know. See, no, this is a one, (laughs) this is an all in one This is a one shot. Yeah, because I'm... This partnership doesn't last. Oh, I got it, okay, so, all right. Uh, so, uh, what was it? Uh, Nicholas Cage, uh, Gary Busey. Busey, Morgan Freeman? No, who was the third guy? Oh, God, I don't remember who. Um, um Danny Glover? He's still alive, yeah. right? But then people are just gonna pull out Lethal Weapon references if we have Danny Glover and Gary Busey. Yeah, 
fuck. Who's our third guy? Gary Busey, Nick Cage, Bruce Willis? Maybe. Then you get diehard references. Yeah. Ooh. What? Um. So if it's Jean Claude Van Damme, are they fighting an aliens? Then obviously. Oh yeah, they're fighting the okay. aliens. What if head alien is James Earl Jones? He's still alive. Ooh. Yeah. Head alien. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because I mean, but it, and it's like a high mind thing. So like they all are James Earl Jones' voice. Ooh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Pretty easy to cast that too. Yeah. Just make all the aliens CGI, but like tasteful CGI. Yes. Well, if you if you're going for up close encounters, maybe make them yeah, kind of like the suits. ones in Independence Day. Yeah. Or suits. Or yeah. an alien or in any other countless good sci-fi movies. Yeah, we'll figure out the fucking costumes later. Yeah. <laughs> but who's the third guy? I don't know. Gary Busey, Nicholas Cage. They're salty superior, basically, is who we're looking for, or now, we, Gary Busey's who casting pretty... here. Okay, so uh, Nick Cage is going to be the brains for this one. He's going to be actually the most level-headed, yeah, I think. he's going to be slightly crazy, and but he's going to be ultimately the most level-headed of all the crazy characters. Gary Busey's going to be the fucking wild card. <laughs> Give him between the two, yeah. You know that. And then then, then He's going to be the wild card who's like a year from retirement. Yeah. Uh, I almost said Sam Elliott. No way. I don't think that would work. As the police chief? As a space police chief, space. <laughs> Are they space police? I don't know. <laughs> if, we're, if we're doing space buddy cops, yeah, yes. <laughs> 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 this is getting more and more ridiculous. The All more right, you it. boys, you're too reckless for the streets, so we're sending you to space. Go patrol up there. Uh, now get the fuck out of here. This is suddenly making me think Twenty One Jump Street, which makes me think Ice Cube. Oh. <laughs> what if Ice Cube is Alright. Ice Cube is a placeholder for now, but let's just say he's in space. Alright. Oh god. So Here's Ice Cube's th- our third man. Okay, so it, it's Ice Cube and then Gary Busey and Black Cage. Yes! Oh, but he ha- but he lives till the end just like three kings. Yes. yes. Alright. Um uh, Man, I forgot who's in that movie too. Yeah. Good movie. It's a great movie. Alright. Uh alright, so the movie starts out exactly how we were saying. The aliens, they are coming to Earth in Roswell and Tunguska and uh, Northern... Uh, uh, no, Northern... Fuck that. Uh, Phoenix Lights. Mm-hmm. That's the most recent one. And they're all heading underground. All other sightings are reinforcements or shipments of new equipment. They're building underground. Then they choose the day. They erupt from inside the Earth as, as, from multiple points. So they're able to cover... Various capitals. Oh, yeah, because they're in U.S., Russia, somewhere in Europe, Asia, etc. They got to cover all their bases. Yep. So they just fucking swarm the place. And uh, Ice Cube, Gary Busey, Nick Cage, they're all up in space watching this shit happen. <laughs> There's nothing they can do. They have no way of getting back down to the planet. No. Until the aliens send a recon patrol mm-hmm. out into the upper atmosphere to start taking out Earth's satellites. Okay. Eventually, they come across the space station. In which case, it's the three of them teaming up and kicking alien ass. Mm-hmm. They, um, I'm not sure how they capture the ship. There's got to be a way for them to yeah. do that. So they capture a ship, obviously. I'm thinking International Space Station, like present day shit. Yeah. Um, how would they capture it? There's someone. Was, all right, someone will flush this out later. They're gonna capture <laughs> the ship somehow. Get the aliens. They get the ship. They can go down to Earth completely inconspicuously because they can just pose as the recon team. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from there? That's where I'm stuck. I don't know. 
We need to get a team of writers on this. <laughs> yeah, all right, because we're definitely not writers. So we've no. got, like... We, we get a good plot idea going, and then we give it to the writers who are actually, that's their job. We're not going to go the George Lucas route where we do everything. Yeah, no, we can't. We can't appeal to everyone. We can't have all moods possible be thrown into this thing. Mm-hmm. Action, fast explosions. That's what we need. Yeah. We've got... Act one, like, done, and maybe, like, the first, fourth, first half of act two, <laughs> right there. Yeah. We'll flush this out later. Ice Cube's a placeholder, <laughs> but it's still kind of fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd see it. Yeah, I mean, if it was, if you saw those names on the marquee, yeah. you would walk into that theater for that alone. Probably, yeah. It's the fucking best. That's uh, all I ever want. Like seeing George Clooney's name to Ice Cube's George name. Clooney, me, me want to watch Mark Three Kings and uh, Ice Cube. God, fucking. I tell sold. people. I just basically say, you know, when I tell people to watch that movie, I'm basically saying George Clooney, Marky Mark, Ice Cube in a action comedy in the in Desert Storm. Although it becomes really not a comedy. Towards no, the no, end. definitely not. Mm-mm. It's, I mean, they try and throw us some jokes, but it really isn't. No, it, it gets doesn't really heavy in the it end. It doesn't land because they're uh, because uh, it starts sort of trying to push an agenda at the end. A little end. bit, yeah. A little bit, just a little. But it becomes less about uh, the adventure that these three guys are having together, and then all of a sudden it becomes a rescue mission yeah. for a rescue group of helpless Wahlberg. people. Yeah. yeah. Which, interestingly, um, maybe from Arrested Development is in that movie in her first role. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. She's the kid uh, whose dad gets shot by one of the, I don't know, which uh, Iranian police, I think, or Taliban or something. No, it'd be the Iraqi army. Iraqi army? Okay. Something Middle Eastern. Yeah. Could have said anything. (laughs) Durka Durka. Muhammad Jihad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Fuck, that movie stuck with me, man. That's yeah. a good That's a good movie. I still need to finish it, but... You didn't finish it? Oh, no. yeah, you fell asleep. Yeah, we all fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, that means I didn't finish it either. No, you fell asleep before Andrew and I did. I think you, went, in turn, rewatched it all of it later, but... Yeah, I think I watched it at Kirstie's house, but I also may still not have been, shall we say, sober <laughs> when I watched it. Yeah. Uh, so the details, they may not necessarily be relevant the, uh, relevant there present mm-hmm. uh in in the spectrum i've got no other analogies yeah that's it <sighs> the end where did we even get to this analogy where we finally got to our back to our gary Busey nicholas cage movie who we, fucking which we, knows we even, man do we even have a working title for this thing oh yeah well we should think shit that. <laughs> uh it's aliens I, it's uh Three old guys. It's not going to be a comedy. No. There will be jokes, but it's not a comedy by any means. Mm. Like three. No, we can't. Okay, we can't have the number of the guys in there, so it's like. uh, (laughs) I was joking the same Bad Boys 3, but. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Then that would mean that uh, Michael Bay would have to direct. Oh, yeah, it would. (laughs) But there would be three. B- bad boys in it. Well, which that wouldn't if be it's intentional, gonna be, but if it's going to be Bad Boys Three and it's going to be in space, then you have to have Will Smith and what's his face, Martin Lawrence. Yeah, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, your third guy, which you I think get he's already working on that. So they're working on Bad Boys Three. Yeah. Oh, okay, which, I'll watch it. Yeah. And uh, the third guy, if there have to be three dudes, yeah. Um, it'll be uh, uh, uh shit. Um, uh, Rhodey. 
uh, from Iron Man, uh, the first one. Terrence Howard? Terrence Howard. As long if as they can afford him. Yeah, I'll say, odds are probably not, but... <laughs> I mean, it's which, Michael which Bay. He's fucking wiping his ass <laughs> with those $250,000 uh, uh, bearer bonds from Die Hard. That's what he's wiping his ass you with. You Transformers? Uh, what? Were there those in Transformers? What? I'm not, oh, the bearer no. bonds. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like he <laughs> did tra- Die Hard. I'm like... Well, not at no, all implying no, 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 no. that he was in, in no. involved in Die Hard. No. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if he had some involvement with Die Hard Five, but yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. That was a disaster. Yeah, but n- nothing as far as I heard. No, although they're making another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I, yeah, I think it comes out sometime this summer. Can you guys fucking stop? No, Please. not when they make that much money. I guess that's true, but also and Transformers Five too. Yep. That's not anything to be proud of. No, he keeps saying he's going to stop after, like, either this one or one more. But then again, I think he said that when Transformers 3 came out. Oh, yeah, I'm done with this now. Fuck, did you hear about James Cameron's thing? What? He announced that there are going to be four Avatar sequels. Oh, four sequels? Mm Mm-hmm. Initially, I heard there was going to be four Avatar movies. Nope, four sequels. God damn, dude. The, The first of those four is slated for release in 2018. Yeah. Well, I heard they're filming Avatar 2 and 3 consecutively. Oh, so they're going to be like a... They're doing a, pulling a Lord of the Rings on this thing. Okay. Where well, they film all this shit at once and then just release them every year. That's probably a pretty good move. That's actually not a bad move. It worked for Lord of the Rings really well. I think, though, that uh, for the Avatar series, they're going to be a bit more susceptible to leaks, possibly. Yeah. If they've got that footage already, somebody's going to get to it. Somebody's going to get it out. Yeah, release some screen caps at least. Yeah. But uh, Although, screen caps from Avatar really won't tell us much because it's such a CGI-heavy movie. Eh, unless they get a screen cap of a spoilery part. That's a good point. Like, I remember, uh, like, in, somehow... I got um, one of the big twists in Walking Dead Season 3 spoiled for mm. me, where Merle died. Oh, yeah. And it sh- it was the screen cap of his face as a zombie. Yeah, that, I saw that like before I even started watching the show. Damn, I don't even know how those fuckers got know. it. It was a whole day before it was out. Yeah. At least it wasn't AMC that released it, like when, uh, spoiler for Season 5, when Beth died. Oh. Remember that whole shit show with AMC? Not really. It, what did it, how did it go down? Because... After the East Coast premiere, because they have an East Coast and a West Coast show premieres, yeah. So the West Coast people hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, after the like immediately after the West Coast premiere, they post on their Facebook page. You know, they post a picture of Daryl carrying Beth's body out. Basically, says you know, post your reactions to Beth dying. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding? No, me? and so people were like, who hadn't seen the episode yet because they were on the West Coast, were freaking out, going, "What the <sighs> fuck." <laughs> Oh my god, AMC. That's a bit of a yeah, a bit of an oversight. Oh, speaking of AMC, um they they, they had a weird uh, kind of a PR thing happen recently. I just missed it. They announced a few days ago that they were planning on allowing texting in their movie theaters. And I heard that. Actually, I thought I just read something today, basically saying that never mind because people there was such a they backed out. Over it. Yeah, yeah. Which no, I would rather they go the opposite direction, which is install cell jammers in your fucking theaters. 
<laughs> Although, actually, no, I wouldn't necessarily say that because there have been times where I've needed to step out of the theater to take, to take a call. Mm-hmm. And so if, if they had had a cell jammer, I wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. No, it, and plus, I don't think they could actually get legally cleared for those anyway because not. there are certain rules against having cell phone jammers, especially for public areas mm-hmm. like that. Mostly because well, if it's well, it's not a public area though; it's a private business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I suppose that's true. <laughs> You're paying to be there, and so they can. You have to abide by their rules. Would there not? Because see, the the main thing I'm thinking of is that uh, there most people would have a problem with not being able to make emergency phone calls, and that's why I don't think it'd be the best avenue to have. Yeah. But... I mean, I'm gonna. Go I wish out. there was some way that you could block, you know, basically just block all but, like, emergency, or basically block everything except for, like, calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's you can't really do that no, it's outside block everything of the or phone. block nothing. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way around it. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that texting in theaters might actually be inevitable. It already is a thing, so... People I mean, unless, are doing it. Unless they, you pay somebody to be in every theater for every showtime, not watching the screen, but watching the audience. They do that for Alamo Drafthouse. Which apparently works really well for them. Mm-hmm. They I have mean, a pretty good policy right they now. They do have a really good policy, and I've heard nothing but good things about that. That basically, if they see you doing it, they ask you to leave. No questions asked. You just leave. There isn't one anywhere near here, is there? No. You got to actually go down to the Alamo. Yeah, down to Texas. I think it's a Texas only thing. Yeah. Damn it. Texas, you win again. <laughs> Bastards. Uh, texting in theaters might actually become a mainstream thing, though. That I'm worried about it. I know. But I think people don't get distracted as much by light as by sound no i think i mean i mean i wouldn't have as big of an issue with it if people turn their brightness down yeah when people keep it on like 90 percent brightness in the theater no screw that like i've i've done that before i've managed to turn all my brightness my brightness completely down and nobody seems to have noticed no, but i still I mean, kind of try hide yeah, it and... i will i'll i leave auto brightness on on my phone because mm-hmm. it's kind of convenient i know it drains the battery a little bit faster but it's perfect for that kind yeah. of thing and i'll usually kind of keep it down below or kind of tuck it below my jacket so it doesn't any ambient light isn't going to bother anybody mm-hmm. so yeah i mean it's all about being courteous in your methods with it and i wouldn't be doing it personally because i do like to be immersed in a movie theater yeah unless i know the move the movie's kind of going to shit and uh if i know the movie's gonna go to shit then i'm just gonna go on my phone and fuck around on 4chan or whatever but there that's the only use case that i think that would be applicable i mean same would probably go for you I imagine yeah. you you kind of go for the full immersion, yeah. Sort no, of thing. if it's something I haven't seen before, I don't want anything to distract me from watching this new thing. Yeah, not so. not talking, not babies, not nothing. No, and it's like if I'm watching a movie that I haven't watched before at home, and you know somebody wants to talk to me, or if I'm doing something else, or you know whatever, I pause it and do what I want to do, and then get back to the movie. Yeah, I, I hopefully it doesn't actually happen but i currently i subscribe to the elmo draft house method of kicking you the fuck out if you're texting i would like the the thing of one warning and then you're out that might be a bit better yeah Yeah. but in the warning 
it must be very stern. Yeah, that possibly written because that's taken quite seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically, you know, you have somebody, you know, come up to you and basically be like, you know, you need to put your phone away. If you pull it out again, you're out. Mm -hmm. Good, good policy. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Go ahead and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TGF Radio. We're also TGF Radio on Twitter. Email us. Email Can you tell I've been drinking? Email us, because you're not what we want you to, at tgfradioshow at gmail.com. All the old episodes and subscribable links to iTunes and RSS are at tgifradio.com. I'm talking this way, because if I talk too fast, you won't understand me. Also, I've been drinking. That kind of helps. Closing statement. At all? Um, we need to start a GoFundMe page for this movie. Also, <laughs> fuck yeah. Also, message us your suggestions for writers or directors, and we'll probably berate them on the show. I mean, because I, you're dumb. I immediately nominate uh, Dan Harmon, but I don't. I'm not sure how on board he would be with this idea. Yeah. I know he's a fan of Ice Cube, so maybe we could get him on board. Maybe. I'll probably tweet him about this later. <laughs> All right. We'll be uh, back. No, we won't be back next week. Probably not now. I will be in Southern California. Well, we could be back next week. Depends on well, if. Yeah. I won't be back next week. Yeah. Who knows who we'll have on? Probably Kirsty. All right. We'll be back next week. Party on, everybody. Oh, no.